0: Hello and welcome to the Cognitive Engineering Podcast produced by me, Fraser McGrew for Aleph Insights. In this series of podcasts, we take a look at interesting topics and discuss what we think they tell us about analysis and decision-making. I'm here with Nick Hare and Chris Ragg of Aleph Insights and this week we're discussing bad haircuts. So Chris, looking at you, I'm I'm guessing you had a bad haircut.
1: Uh, That's right, yes. Well, I went... um... I went to my usual hairdressers that I've been to, I don't know, perhaps 30 or 40 times previously. Uh, and I went in, and normally I have um, uh, this uh, Welsh woman um, who who cuts my hair. Uh, but, um, uh, like, there's always this this weird thing in the hairdressers where you sit there and there's a number of barbers who could could do your hair, and it depends where you come out in the order, and you feel a bit awkward saying, no, I don't want that person... I want the person who always does my hair Mm. Uh, so anyway I popped out and there was this there was this young sort of hipster chap um, was the hairdresser who who and the Jaws theme started playing exactly (laughs) um And uh, anyway, so I thought, oh, well, you know, um, you know, I won't I I, well, I I did prejudge him, but I but I, you know, I won't let it affect my um, my mood. Uh, And um, so so I gave him the usual instruction that I, I give to my hairdresser, which is to say a grade four at the back and the sides. Blend blend it into the top and take about an inch off the top. And those words have worked, you know, consistently well, the last 50 consistently haircut. well. Get, get the Danny LaRue 50, over here. Bloody 50 hell. 50 <laughs> years. Yeah. Uh, well, not 50 years. <laughs> <laughs> Probably about the there. same haircut Pushing for about 20 years, years though. Okay. Yeah. Um, so uh so yeah that that those were the sets of instructions i uh i i gave and as you can see the the result was was well it's grown a bit since then but, how long ago was this uh, yeah this was this was sort of two weeks ago so it's, it's sort of recovered but anyway as far as i was concerned it was a bit of a disaster what went wrong <clears throat> well this was what got me thinking what went wrong Uh, And I thought, you know, initially I thought, well, look, this set of instructions I I give, you know, there's some there's some they're reasonably specific. Right. There's some quantification in there that grade grade four is a universal standard. Right. You know, so there you go. Uh, About an inch off the top and sort of blending it is is the kind of, standard hairdressing you know, procedure. procedure but little did i know how much room there was for interpretation within that that set of uh, uh, requirements so it got me thinking about things like uh uh haircuts and instructions you give to people and and how how you how we take for granted like mutual understanding yeah. that you've built up with a hairdresser over over years and and how um uh, you know how much information is implicit in what yeah. we what we say to one another and how it can result in sort of mistakes before we continue
0: just but give me some specifics because you you i mean i know it's been two weeks your hair looks okay to me
1: yeah well it what was, went wrong it was um uh like there was some weird stuff going on around the back so normally like i you know it's kind of nice and straight at the back but this was all sort of fluffy feathered at, gotcha. at, the, at the back um, I normally, uh, you know, I didn't mention my side parting because I thought that was sort of, you know, it's there, it was there, to see and, yeah, and yeah, but it, but it sort of did this kind of weird, like, um, uh, like Caesar type effect on ah. on the, the hair coming forward. And anyway, so so yeah, there were there, there were some things that weren't within the instructions, but neither were they were they sort of forbidden. They weren't explicitly within, they, they, excluded. They weren't, they weren't excluded within the the instructions. So. Um and so, just yeah. one other thing before we continue.
2: Um, um Fraser's trying to vicariously enjoy the idea of having hair. I am yeah. I so am So he's he's really going into a lot of detail. It's been a
0: long this. time since <laughs> I went to hairdressers. So um but here's at the end of it, and he did the whole mirror thing at the back, I suppose. Did you did you bring him up on his his errors? Or, or did you go? Oh, that's great! Thank you very much. Well, of course I did. Of course I
1: didn't. I mean, no, <laughs> I'm English for God's sake. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, I, I, I thanked him for his time. Did, did I have a had to Do stop. Do you know what? I did give him less of a tip than I give the, oh, the Welsh woman. So, Okay. Okay. Uh, but he wouldn't know that that was a bad thing. Right. Yeah. Um, so. F- the feedback for him was was probably positive okay i
2: have actually had to put the emergency brakes on a haircut once oh really yeah i mean i'm i'm very very similar to chris in that i i really just rely on past experience with my hairdressers to the extent i've had two my in my life really apart from when i was a kid so for the last 30 years i've had dockland's debbie for about 10 years who is a family kind of family hairdresser and then uh and then I've had uh, Ray, the legendary Ray Ruff, who works on Upper Street. And he um, he's, it must be in his, I think he's in his late 60s, possibly early 70s. He's certainly been around since the 1960s. And he, he the, you know, I need those people to understand my hair. Because I don't have, uh, I certainly don't have a set of instructions like Chris. It's very much, can you take about two months off? Yeah. And, and I just rely on them leaving it more or less the same and taking two months off. In a sense, I wish my hair wasn't there. Well, uh, but uh it's a worry be what you wish for yeah okay? i know i i didn't i perhaps regret saying that <laughs> <laughs> well look we're, i'm sure we'll circle back to
0: all this at the end
2: and certainly but, your hair but yeah, your my, hair needs further discussion but definitely. my my hair my the, the hairdresser i had at university at edinburgh once um was was giving me clearly halfway despite me say, saying well, i want it to kind of look the same and i've got a parting she started removing the parting and turning it into a kind of fringe like a bowl haircut fringe thing. Okay. Uh very, very strange why she would have assumed I'd have wanted that, but I had to tell her no and stop. Hang on. Are you giving me a fringe? Because the problem is you can't really tell halfway through, can you? You can't really right. tell where it's going. And you think oh
1: they know what they're doing. Yeah. And, you know, it's yeah, often workout. they'll be okay. combing it in weird right. directions. I mean that's and so that's you... one of the key things about a haircut is is you you can't you can't really see it's gone wrong until it's too late. Mm. Yeah. yeah so yeah, yeah. i was having a think so about let's the economics yeah let's get on to our actual what we want to. well talk i mean about.
2: there's there's a number that i think we want to probably want to talk about this issue of how do you, what do you do about vague requirements but uh i was trying to think about the kinds of goods which fall into this category or goods and services my first instinct was well this seems to be an issue about goods v services you know with the good there it is you can touch it, you can pick it up yeah with the service uh you know, it's, it seems a bit more um, uh, intangible, and so it's probably harder to measure. But actually, I don't think that is the um, that is quite quite the, uh, the the issue because you know there are some goods like uh, some services like having a car washed or something where it's just you know they've either done it properly or they haven't, and it's quite straightforward. So I think the key categories here are first of all um, homogeneity. So is is the thing you're getting pretty much exactly the same as as um, you know another thing like it? Now in the case of um, you know in the case of let's say going to a restaurant or something um you, uh, your meal is going to be pretty similar to someone else's meal. So you can gather information about that from other people. And the meal you're going to get tomorrow is probably pretty similar to the one you're going to get today. And I think in the case of haircuts, the reason why we like continuity in our hairdressers is because then you have homogeneity because you are getting the same haircut you got last time from the same person. Mm. So, you know, you're kind of, you've got homogene- homogeneity over time. Um, the, the problem is where you have something which is really, you, you know, one-off and, and obviously getting a haircut with a new person uh it's 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 a one-off and things like um you know getting a conservatory or something uh is uh is really is you know there's no other house like yours there's probably no other conservatory like yours so homogen non-homogeneity that's a problem Mm. then then we have um the issue of durability Mm -hmm. which again is to do with this is really whether or not you can you know almost try it out so um do you consume it by using it essentially here can you undo the thing you've received now if i want to try out a new hammer i can go into a shop hold it in my hand bash a nail with it and if i don't like it i can give it back to the shop but in the case of a uh, pair cor- of pants cor- or a Cornish pasty, well, a pair of pants you could. Yeah. With a Cornish pasty, I can't really try it out and then give it back to the shop if I don't like it. Um, I don't think they'd be too keen about the
0: pants either, but anyway, go the, on. Uh,
2: the, the, with a haircut, it is clearly non durable. You cannot undo a haircut. A haircut happens once, and once it's happened, you cannot unconsume. You not stick haircut. your hair back on again. No, exactly. So already a problem. Then we have um, the issue of sort of how complex the, the thing is. Even if it's a one-off, even if it's non-durable, well, it still might not be complex, right? It might be something um, uh, r- relatively simple, uh, you know, like washing a car or something or, you know, someone cleaning your windows. The, the only windows in the world are which, like yours, are yours, right? Mm. And yet it's a fairly simple matter. For someone to come and wash your windows, and um, so you know that it's not really a problem if the thing is simple, and with it whether it's been done properly is simple. Um, And and then but then we then we get onto the issue of sort of is it objective or subjective? So Mm. in other words, can you is it? And this is what Chris was saying about the vague the the problem of sort of vague instructions is can you can you specify exactly what it is that makes something good and and first of all it might be that the the you know the well you know the kind of interaction that the good has with you or with humans in general is just very complex so for example it's very hard to say what makes a film good you know or, or what makes food tasty um so you have so so that complexity issue is a, is another one and then then finally the the final category i think is is interesting is it does it exist right does it have to is the consumption and the creation of the thing simultaneous because uh so with a haircut for example you can't look at the haircut beforehand and then and then say oh yes i'll take that one One whereas um you know, you can, you can, to an extent. Unless in you're in North Korea, where you can order them. Yeah, the exactly. Fresh order fresh them hair. online. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so I think, you know, there, there's all of those. Did you come up with those categories? Yeah. So I, well, oh. no, I mean, a lot of them are, are sort of standard economic categories, but I was trying to think which, which of these things apply. And I think, you know, a haircut is a good, It is right in the nexus of those things. The only difference, but I think the key thing, I, I would actually say getting a home extension or something is probably the absolute, worst uh it, it's, it's high terms of, cost uh, well it's also no, it's but, high cost uh, but it but it also um uh it, it's um yes the, the, so i mean you you have this sort of du- durability but it's but you're never going to get it done twice so you, that's the only difference with the hairdressers at least you can go to the same guy if he does a good job with uh with a, a home extension or something but, you really can only get it done once
0: but there was something in there the um because when when they're doing a home extension they should be working off a plan right um wasn't one of your categories you couldn't have a plan or something wasn't it or yeah that's true or, or, i mean ob- objectivity so so this should make it objective but but i have had an extension to my house and the builders should have been on a tv program they were that bad and <laughs> well
2: peter had a similar experience right you know.
0: that's right and um one of the things that used to really frustrate me was with every day i'd be just going look at the bloody plan look just yeah. just do what the plan says and you'll be all right and they just couldn't or didn't or wouldn't i don't know yeah i mean
2: again that's a complex because you're not you're you're, you're getting you know not the plan as such but also the construction of that plan and mm. there are going to be things in there which aren't minutely specified you know the and tightness I, I, of the and, and, bolts and i think and, uh, that's
1: the bit that i'm i'm sort of particularly interested in is the, the how you uh, under these circumstances where you've got these kinds of service product um uh, somebody conducting activity on your behalf how do you articulate uh something clearly especially like in a dynamic situation so when they're building they might go well you know the architect didn't realize that you've only got you know soil under here rather than concrete or something so we've got to we've got to go off piste and 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 adapt and Mm. um you know one of the one of the the key areas where communication of you know um of what you require is essential and a matter of life and death is obviously in the military, um, the military sphere, and military orders. And I was thinking, actually, you know, giving giving instruction for a, for a haircut is a little bit like issuing a military order. Hmm. Uh, and the the you know, um, well, I was thinking because I said you know about half an inch off the top, and and and, and I thought afterwards I was thinking, well, about half an inch is one of the or about an inch off the top. it, it that's one of those figurative terms like, Oh, it's it's about a mile or yeah. uh, and then I started thinking of half a league, half a league uh, half a league <laughs> onwards, you know, yeah. in the the um, charge of the Light yeah. Brigade, and and, and half not, an inch offwards. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm not comparing my my hair to the to the death and, and wounding of a few I'm hundred at your haircut is equally men and, tragic. and horses, but um, but you know, there was a there was a great example of that uh, um, sort of you know somebody giving requirements that they thought were specific. I mean, the, the exact uh, the exact order was. Um, uh, Lord Raglan wishes the cavalry to advance rapidly to the front, follow the enemy carrying away the guns. Uh, troop horse artillery may accompany. French cavalry is on your left, immediate. So Lord Raglan, the commanding officer of the day, probably thought that was that was quite explicit. The problem came when the, the captain turning up and delivering, hand delivering the order, was asked by the person about to interpret the order and pass it on to, to Lord Cardigan. Um, which guns do you mean? And they were supposed to have gone for the ones on the hill up yeah. by the redoubt and instead they went for the ones he sort of waved Yeah, there waved, are your guns waved, waved, waved vaguely, you know and um, that kind of uh, um, misinterpretation of something something potentially specific can obviously have calamitous um, uh, requirements. And yet you, you can't, under these circumstances and for these kinds of products, you can't specify to the nth degree exactly what you want because you, you need to have human interpretation. So um, so two things here. First
0: of all, yeah, one of the, uh, one of the things you're saying there, way around that uh, when you're going to get your hair cut, is to go in there with super detailed instructions, written down, pictures, etc., etc. et, cetera, et cetera. Yeah. But there's a kind of a a, um, a tipping point where that starts to become a bit weird if you do that. So you you, you come away with your perfect haircut every time, but... They, you're probably not very popular in that hairdressers, and yeah, and, and it's an
1: overinvestment in something yeah. that doesn't have huge consequences.
0: And I guess then the other thing, sort of, I mean, it, it seems to me as you were saying, Nick, you know, the hair, hair hair haircuts are right at the nexus of all this. But what else is similarly complicated? Because I know we were talking about um uh, military operations there, but that was one specific example of, of of where it got wrong. Famously, stuff goes wrong in in military uh, operations all the time. What what else is there um apart from haircuts and military disasters? What else?
2: Well, I think I think the the in terms of everyday life, you know, is I know we've done a podcast about dodgy dodgy builders and stuff, but I think that's where the biggest problems uh, always seem to arise is with people doing something in a sort of fairly permanent way to your home or your body. Now, I'm also and I'm also a subscriber to. Um, You've had an uh, extension to your body. I no, remember, I, I well I not unless you count my glasses. But I I've, I uh, have I'm a subscriber to um a, uh, a a a a a subreddit called Awful Taste but great execution. And uh that's uh, there's a various other ones a bit like that about um about and and a lot a very common category is, is bad tattoos. Mm. And uh yeah, in fact I used to work with someone who um who had got in their twenties a tattoo of a of a of a dolphin doing a thumbs up. <laughs> massive like and as a result she she had to she had she always wore long-sleeved uh clothes but then had to had to go through quite a lengthy removal procedure i think it was she managed to turn it into something quite tasteful um uh but i i mean i so i would guess that that's you know tattoos is another one that people commonly Uh, come across this problem but in obviously in a much more permanent way yeah you know we've all heard the stories about people who get you know think they're getting a a, the japanese word for wisdom and it and it turns out to mean toilets or something you know and uh yeah so i so i think there's i think it's not uncommon for us to encounter this problem so we so, talked, we've but talked. I but I think I, I, what I was going to say is that in certainly in our business, you know, sort of when we're we're providing um, effectively analytical services, quite a lot of the time to uh, customers like you know like the Ministry of Defence, um, we encounter this problem of you know particularly where um, the customer has an idea about what the solution might be, and and you know that what they think the solution might be might not be actually what we think the solution ought to be often. Uh, And, um, you know, when and so they'll specify a kind of requirement for something that they want. But it's very hard to do that without pushing the supplier to, to to some kind of solution you know they've got an idea what it will look like and then and then of course often you don't even know how many how much how difficult something's going to be to provide mm. or you know what the pitfalls are going to be and and those kinds of projects and i guess you know the, thinking of any kind of large procurement project in government uh, procurement pro- pro- projects always go wrong and and often that's that's one of the drivers you know is actually you, what you what you think you need isn't isn't is hard to specify because actually what you need is kind of an effect so you end up specifying a system or or a solution and that often isn't actually going to deliver the thing you wanted so yeah it's something we do encounter quite quite a lot yeah it,
0: yeah sorry go on uh, chris well
1: i was just going to say that you know the way we try to mitigate the the problem of turning up with something that is is not what the customer requires is is through two things i think you know one is um a regular process of feedback so that you don't get too far along you know so um so, so you know when, when you're cutting the hair that would be sort of is that right for the fringe yes okay now i'll move on to the back bit you know so that you don't turn up with something or, you know so so that's what we you know we try and encounter sort of breakpoints where we can readjust and get their input and and so on and the other one really is um you know because b- because they um it's not right to fully specify something because you want to often you know you you don't know exactly what it is that you want you know something like um commissions to do with design or something like that you know where you want an interior designer to come in you don't know what you want that's why you've got an interior designer but you've got some some sense of 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 what it is and and um there i think it's about you know properly um giving license to the to the person you've commissioned but describing the 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 kind of objective function properly you know what 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 is the um the thing that they're trying to maximize you know and and mm. um you know mission command in 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 the military is a way of doing that way where, where the commander doesn't tell everybody exactly what to do but they do say you know like nelson used this in Tra- trafalgar you know the aim was to kill as many french and spanish sailors as possible it, but how that happened was left down to the the you know interpretation of the uh, of the people concerned um I mean, this happens to to me quite a lot in
0: my daily life, um, in my sort of normal day to day work, which is essentially making films for people. Because um, I'm the, the um, I'm the tool uh, by which I'll say yes, <laughs> quite. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm the tool acquired. by which um, uh, a film is made. And and typically, what happens is most of the time I'm working with people who don't really understand the filmmaking process Um, and they just know they want to film and they kind of they've got a vague idea of what they want and then when they start sort of saying yeah we want this and we want that it starts to become apparent to me that okay that well that's just not going to work um and what i find i you know i wouldn't like to think i'm the equivalent of a of a bad hairdresser in filmmaking um and 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 so what's key is all is just going along with people from all the way along. And at the very beginning, be quite clear, well, look, if you want that, that can't happen for various reasons. And then all the way along, and and almost as as much as possible, lock it down. Um, But then one of the things that happens is that you can lose spontaneity. Um, Hmm. Anyway, this is what happens to me a lot. Yeah, and
2: there is also that fear of trying to tell people how to do their jobs, which I think is partly um uh, an issue possibly worse for british people i don't know but i i i think you know why don't we march into hair hairdressers with a photo of what we had last time and say this is what i want and then you know every two minutes say right tell me what you're doing and uh, you know how long is it and um you know certainly when, when things have gone wrong with sort of home improvements often it's you know you have this kind of nagging sense of well that doesn't look quite right but I'm sure they know what they're doing and then they, they, they don't you know um, so I think that but how do we yeah I mean obviously that's yeah. the problem that's so getting the problem.
1: good people is, is, is a set, getting you know, good people
2: and people who are willing to have you question what they're doing you know I mean are able to explain what they're doing yeah. and, and to explain why that relates to the thing you want um, yeah
0: um, is there anywhere, there's something I want to finish off on, but is there any, anywhere else we want to go with this for a moment? Anything you need to round this off
1: with? Well, I, I, I mean, the only thing I was going to sort of talk about a bit was, you know, um, the ma- usually the main mechanism, other than for things like a building where you might have some blueprints, which have got, you know, clear, quantified measurements and materials specified and so on. But most of the time we're commissioning these things, we do it through... Words we do it through natural language and i th- you know while that is brilliant right because you can sort of say things like just blend it and that carries loads of information you know natural language is very uh, uh, evocative um it also m- means that there's um there's range for people to misinterpret what what you what you say and um so i think you know um, we don't want to go down the, the route of having, uh, in, in a military um, situation, they do have controlled language for things. They give grid references for places, and they have specific unit names and so on. But generally, we don't want to use that kind of controlled language. We want to maintain the flexibility of of being able to t- talk to people naturally, but give them th- the space to interpret it. But it's how how do you make sure that interpretation is good and not bad yeah and yep. i think
2: the uh you know the enemy of all of this of course is Goodhart's law which is the idea that you know if if it, as soon as you make something a target um it ceases to be a good target a classic example being something like well we know we kind of have an idea what we want for schools to be able to deliver um but it's quite a complex thing but you know we know that one of them is good exam results so you 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 know you make exam results a target and you say that's how we're going to measure your quality and then of course you know what will happen is schools will teach kids to be good at doing those exams and that's not necessarily anymore going to indicate that they're learning what you actually want them to learn which is something that's hard to measure so i think it is a it's a it's almost a universal it's almost a you know a kind of inherent problem with certain kinds of things you know that it's just the the output is complex the way it interacts with you is complex and being able to specify what makes it good or bad is just inherently hard so uh, which
0: begs the question Chris, what are you going to do the next time you go back to that hairdresser's? If indeed you go back to that hairdresser's, will you pass that person if they come up to you in the queue?
1: Uh, I will. I'll probably. What I'll probably do is give it the ones pass. Check the hipster's not there, and then go in for my haircut. But and can't if... you
2: say I need? I want you know. Uh, uh, what... Any of you
0: can cut my haircut, set that hipster right there. Yeah, I'll yeah. just
2: ask for the ask for the Welsh lady, yeah. Mifanwy or whatever she's called. Yeah, I mean, I I say I'm I'd like a haircut with Ray Ruff there's no one else can do it you know so uh yeah do they that. should have that oh, placard like...
0: somewhere in 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 their in their barbers yeah i want a haircut with ray ruff yeah no one else can do it um okay look so to finish things off let's you seem like quite sober sensible people but maybe you've had moments of of um creative waywardness um have you ever chosen to have a bad haircut or what turned out to be a haircut chris
1: uh yeah so I actually there there are two times uh, one once was as a teenager in the uh in the about 1990 and I had the classic uh indie curtains oh. that, that came all the way down to <laughs> to my chin and looked uh, uh preposterous um but the other the other one was when I was about 20 or so I had a um my head sort of shaved but the guy who who was doing it, um, the clipper thing came off mid haircut, and um, <laughs> and he he sort of, and I didn't think anything of it until with a couple of my pals, I we were going down an escalator, and they suddenly both you know fell apart laughing as they realised that it, not only had I had my head shaved, but there was this particular patch. That was like a, you know, massive buzz cut, basically a bald spot all the yeah. way through it on the on the back. So nice, um, nice, nice. Yeah. So, yeah. But the fact that the, the hairdresser just didn't cough to it and, and carried on um, regardless. Did you did he show? Group. Did
2: he do the mirror, though?
1: Yeah, but obviously in a, a good you know, magician's yeah, a skillful a magicians trick. Yeah. 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 What about yeah. you, Nick? Have you chosen
0: any? Tragic no, hairstyles? not. Really. I mean, my, my hair
2: has barely changed. I mean, when I was at university, I grew it out. I had long hair. Uh, ponytail length hair. Uh, yeah. I looked a bit like an Irish footballer when I was about nineteen, um, from from the seventies, you know. Uh, but I, I'll defend that to the death. I, I you know, it's silly now. Youth, but, youthful uh, misadventure. You, long hair was. Very common in the early nineties. Now we look back and it looks yeah. like look The mullet like a, made a comeback, didn't it? Yeah, you well, look uh, you know, you kind of think, Well, it was one of those ridiculous things. Nobody has long hair now, everyone has beards. Yeah. And we'll laugh at that in twenty years' time. Yeah. But uh you know, when when long hair's back. But uh yeah.
0: It was too late for me. It already too it is. Um <laughs> Oh, just talking about mullets, yeah. So in the early '80s, I decided I was quite a fan of cricket at the time, and Ian Botham was a big thing. And I think he had a perm on top, kind of, and then a mullet going on. And I thought, yeah, sounds that, right. That looks good. And so I went. I had it like for a month or two. Oh, I had yeah, that. that is quite, bad, you know. I went for a mullet, Um and then again when I was about thirteen. Do you remember? Did you have this thing? You're a bit older than you. The spike. Do you remember the
1: spike haircut? I, I remember people having. hair spiked and then there was the flat top as well yeah so
0: i thought that would look great and so i that's what i had i had a spike done so it's just it involves lots of gel but because i've got quite fine hair all that happened was my hair just sort of clumped together in like about Mm, seven different spikes like a hedgehog like a hedgehog yeah and much the amusement of my family so so, uh, those were my two i'm imagining
2: you looking a bit like keith flint now Uh, who's keith flint you know from the prodigy
0: yeah no it was exactly yeah, it was, ah, it was okay. a lot like that good. a lot like that yeah yeah, yeah. Um, fortunately that's all the thing of the past and now as you can see I've got these lustrous locks <laughs> and I've gone for the long hair look so yeah, so, yeah. okay well um, I think that's some good advice out there for anyone going out to get their haircuts detailed instructions and and um, take a photo take a photo there we yeah. go thank you as always for listening to the uh, Cognitive Engineering Podcast I'm Fraser McGrew I've been here with Nick Hare and Chris Ragg of Aleph Insights until next time goodbye <laughs>